Hey, Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Media, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. The Winter Circle Sports Grill in Edgemont is for real sports fans only. With over 30 brand new wall-to-wall large-screen plasma high-def TVs, if the game you absolutely got to see is available, we'll have it. Every NFL game, every college football game, every Major League Baseball game, every hockey game, every game live in high-def. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If we don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill for real sports fans only. Visit us online at wintercirclesportsgrill.com. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. This is the Tigers Radio Network. From the press box, high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium, back to call the second half of tonight's game, here's Josh Kippel, Dave Feldman, and the legend, Bob Herpin. Harry Harvey Stadium just prior to the start of the second half. Wapple Newtown and Ridley tied 14-14. Bob Hervin, Josh Kippel, Jim Alsman, and my right-hand man tonight, Greg Pecco. Quick thanks to Josh and Dave Feldman for the halftime show. But Greg, cold night, hot action. Certainly. I mean, it's it's been back and forth both ways. Both teams have brought the energy at this point. You know, you wonder, you see a score like that, a 14-14 versus a Marple Newtown team that struggled this year, a Ridley team that's been a powerhouse. Ridley's made a few fumble mistakes here that have cost them, especially late at the end of the first half there. But both teams have brought the energy. Marple, to this point, has the upper hand, though. Of course, they have Marple Newtown seized on that final opportunity of the half. The ball was punched out from behind from Jalen Randolph of Ridley right into the hands of Brian Kelly. And one play later, Ryan went rolled into the end zone. That's how we get the 14-14 score. Marple Newtown, of course, had a nine-plus minute drive to start the contest and scored. Billy Weaverling calling his own number at quarterback. But then a long kickoff return for a touchdown by Dion Shaw. And, and then I- Ridley went ahead 
early in the second, uh, midway through the second quarter, actually. I believe that was Norm Duncan with a touchdown reception. So we have a halftime stats report. Marple Newtown, 114 yards rushing to only 41 for Ridley, and that is a huge number. Yeah, I, I looked at the stat there on the rushing side. Ridley's going to the air a little bit more, but rushing side, it's been all Marple Newtown. Ridley, you would expect a little more out of, but we have to also, too, remember that Marple Newtown had the ball for eight minutes of that, eight to ten minutes of that first quarter, so it, it's been unbalanced in sort of the, the time of possession. Sean Blunden, quarterback for Ridley, 99 yards passing to only negative six for Marple Newtown. Of course, you ha- sort of have to throw that out because the uh, game plan of each team is skewed towards one Marple Newtown to rushing Ridley towards passing, but despite the fact that Blunden has had time to throw, Marple Newtown's secondary has done an excellent job of tying up Ridley receivers with only a few notable exceptions. Yeah, they're kind of playing a, a little zone on them, keeping the safeties over the top, and, and kind of keeping the re- receivers in front of them at this point in this game. Shaw at the end there tried to get past Marple Newtown's secondary, but Duffy and White weren't having any of it on, on the near side of the field. Interesting stat here. First downs, Ridley only seven. Marple Newtown five. Most of those, of course, in that first drive. But that's a stat you're going to see it's going to come more important the later you get when the possessions get a little shorter and more meaningful. And it, it shows you, too, that there's been a lot of big plays in this game that have really kind of turned the tide both ways. That, that long, almost thir- I believe it was around a 30-yard run at the end of the half for Marple Newtown kind of negates why that, for, or kind of rectifies why that first down number is at five instead of a little higher for a team that runs the ball a lot. Just to clean up. Number 24, Ridley, Norm Duncan is the leading receiver. Two catches for 50 yards. Blunden apparently six catches for 12, sorry, six completions out of 12 attempts. So we're going to look for Marple Newtown to key in on Blunden, especially when he's in the shotgun formation, because Blunden does have a way of tipping where the football will go when he does drop back to pass. So we are just about underway here. For the start of the second half, Anthony Nicolardi places the ball on the tee at the 40-yard line. Back deep for Ridley will be number 7, Dion Shaw, at his own 7-yard line. Also number 34, Mike Crowley on the near sideline at his own 15. And on the far side, Shahid Smith at his own 17. 14-14. 24 minutes in the books, 24 to go. Nickelodeon approaches the ball. It's a low squib kick. Coming down to number 44 for Ridley, Shane Doherty. And he just falls on it at about the 33. And Marple continuing with that theme on special teams, keeping it away from the big play potential of Deion Shaw and Shahad Smith. Yeah, that time, you don't have to worry about kicking it deep to keep it away from Smith or Shaw. But still, you're not giving Ridley a short field to work with. It's certainly not as short as... Ridley's kickers have given Marble Newtown in the first half. So the Green Raiders, first series of the second half, take over. First and ten at their own 33. Shaw split to the near side. Blunden in a shotgun formation. He's got two men deep. He drops back. He's rolling. He kicks it out to the near sideline to Shaw across the 40, complete near the first down marker. And Shaw bumped out of bounds by number three, Fam, for the Marple Newtown Tigers. And the Green Raiders starting off with kind of a underneath the zone pass that time again with that 10-yard, 10-9-yard out on the hook. They will call this a second down and roughly two. Ball spotted at the 42-yard line. They need to get to the 44. 
Two wide receivers set this time for Ridley. London in a shotgun formation. Actually, it's Smith in the Wildcat. He takes it himself. He's across the 45 midfield and down at the Marple Newtown 45. So an interesting wrinkle here to start the second half for Ridley to their success. And tackled by number 10, Tom Antista of the Marple Newtown Tigers. But Smith that time right up the middle, quick underneath out of the Wildcat. And that's the speed of Ridley showing its prowess at this moment. Ridley basically going with a no-huddle offense once again in the Wildcats. Smith, shotgun formation. Duncan in motion. Smith will take it up the middle. He's got across the 45, 40, 35. He's got the first down, 30, 25. Still on his feet. And he's dragged down at the 25-yard line. And taken down by a pile of Tigers led by Ryan White, number 18. In the secondary there, Smith with a huge hurdle on that run up the middle there over Antista and able to pick up an extra 10 yards after the hurdle. It's interesting that the Marble Newtown defense wouldn't necessarily have seen that coming from the second time after they were burned on the first one. So it is first and 10 for Ridley at the 27. Smith once again under center, fakes the handoff, tries to go off tackle to the right side. He does get across the 25, but closer to that first down marker. And tackled by number 30, Samaro Moat of the Tigers. And we're starting to see the wrinkles that the Green Raiders can bring with the speed and the uh, you know how dynamic they are at offense with all the weapons that they do have. Smith, you know, three straight Wildcat, you know, or three straight you know plays there from the quarterback position. Well, the Raiders seizing momentum back that they lost at the end of the first half with that key turnover. Beneficial having the the half to mull it over and the ball to start the second half. Blunden pitches it to the outside. He's got Smith angling towards the near sideline across the 20, across the 15, down near the 10. And Smith gets hit hard by Diaguardi and Pham on that play as he was able to get out to, you know, on the outside there from tackle on the near side of the field, crosses the 20 into the 15. So Ridley bringing out the flamethrowers. First drive, second half, 14-14, 9.57 to go. Heavy quarter. Heavy dose of Smith here, and and you got to be careful now because they've they've run a few plays, and a lot of times you set up a defense with you know a constant uh, flush from one player. Hill to the far side, short of the near side. Man in motion is Duncan. London hands it off to Smith. He's up the middle. He's across the ten. Spins off a man, and he's in for the touchdown. And another great run, a, a fake underneath handoff to the fullback and a quick handoff to Smith, and he just uses that great burst that he gets and that head start he gets in the backfield and, and then makes that spin move there at the end on the goal line. And Ridley right back on top now. 9.34 to go. Third quarter. The Raiders forge ahead once again, and we have number 85, Kelton Heverly, on for the extra point. But high snap. The kick is away out of the reach of a defender, but it is no good. Hooked it wide right. So it will go in the books as a 13-yard touchdown run. Basha Heat-Smith with Mar- Ridley 20, Marple Newtown 14. We'll be back with the change of possession. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by Allstate. Are you in good hands? Call Allstate agent David Monroe today at 610-359-1244. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. For more information about the Alumni Association, email them at mnfootballalumni at comcast.net or visit their link on our website at www.marplenewtownfootball.com. 
The Philly Pretzel Factory. Remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. The United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines. The Winter Circle Sports Grill. For real sports fans only. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If they don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill. For real sports fans only. Back to Harry Harvey Stadium. 2014 Ridley. They score in the first possession of the second half. And then Ridley's kick will skitter down at the 25 across the 20 and go out of bounds. At the Marple Newtown 15. And the last two plays, we're seeing the weakness of Ridley at the kicking position. It's, it's been a struggle. Now, they brought uh, Heverly in about week three to kind of solidify that spot, and he's been much better uh, for, for the Raiders in recent weeks. However, there is a struggle, and you saw it on, on the extra point attempt and, and out of bounds there. I believe that was Samaro Moat. Almost got a fingertip on there, but forced Heverly's hand, and he was able to just... It was high enough, but it was clearly wide right. So the Tigers get the football. 25 yards at their own 35 now. 9.34 to go. Third quarter. Weaverling under center. Joey Pham split wide to the far side. It is Moat, Duffy, and White. Duffy gets the ball, plows ahead, lowers the shoulder at the 35, and moves ahead another couple yards. And the tackle by number 24, Sam Dixon-Dugan for the Green Raiders. Initial contact in there by number 78 for the Green Raiders, who is Charlie Hart. They gave Duffy three yards, so it will be second down and seven from 38. Ball spotted close to this near hash mark. Second and seven for the time. Billy Weaverling, Greg, shown great poise under center in his first attempt for the injured Jamie Rodinger. And the coaching staff has given him, put him in a position to not, you know, harm the team in his first start here. Fam split wide once again. White is in motion. It's the handoff again to Duffy. He's dragged down at the 40, so we have a third down and medium for the Tigers coming up. And the tackle once again by Sam Dixon-Dugan on the far side of the field there. A couple yards picked up by Marple Newtown. Gain of two. Third down and five. Ball spotted right there at the 40-yard line. So the first test offensively for the Tigers in this second half, facing a six-point deficit. 8.25 to go, third quarter. Joey Pham still in the game. He will be the lone wideout once again to the far side. Moat in as a blocking back temporarily. White and Duffy in the backfield. Weaverling has it. He's got it to the outside to White. Feels his way across the 40, 45. He's picked up the first down midfield. 45, 40, 35, 30. Still going at the 25. He's finally dragged down rudely at the 23-yard line. Big gainer. Shahad Smith finally made the stop. But able to break a bunch of tackles that time was Ryan White. You know, he was almost stopped in the backfield. The Marble Newtown offensive line able to pick up a big block on Norm Duncan, who was collapsing, and that's what broke White free. No quit. No quit for Mr. White. He was probably down at the 40-yard line, but rung an extra 16 yards out of that just on pure will alone. First and 10, Marble Newtown. First and 10 at the 24, 7.45 to go, third quarter. It was uh, 11-33. Whiten is the blocker. Weaverling under center now. Delayed handoff. He gets it to White again. Cuts back off tackle. Across the 20, near the 15, close to another first down. 
And Dixon Dugan once again for the Raiders on the stop. But another great run by Ryan White. Running it to the outside on that end around and then able to cut it back and, and use his blockers to pick up the seven, eight yards that he just gained. Dixon Doolin dragged him down, but he had, could have had Doolin Dalton assisting him. It wouldn't have mattered. As the Tigers showing flashes of brilliance and flashing their teeth here on their first offensive drive of the second half. Gain of seven. Second and three from the 17. Seven minutes to go, third quarter. Fam once again in the game as the lone wide out to the far side. Weaverling under center gives it right up the gut. Duffy, he's got it across the 15. Across the 10. And Norm Duncan on the stop for the Raiders, but a nice hard run by Duffy. It took a lot to get him down. So it will be a fresh set of downs for the Tigers. Deep inside the Ridley red zone. Nine-yard gain ball spotted at the eight-yard line now. Center of the field. Ridley clearly on their heels for their first defensive try of the second half, as they were for the opening drive, which was nine-plus minutes for the Tigers. Weaverling under center. White and Duffy in the backfield. Moat as the blocking back. It's a delayed handoff. He gives it to White. He cuts back at the five. He's in for the touchdown. And that's like the fourth time they've run that play on this drive. A little end around and then a counter cut back up the middle. And a little counter tray there by the Tigers. And able to get big yardage several times by Ryan White. Hey, the defensive line, the offensive line does what it does. But it's up to the ball carrier to find out where daylight is. And White did exactly that. An eight-yard touchdown run. And also using Ridley's aggressiveness to their advantage. They talk about over-pursuit in the pros, and here it was, Ridley was a victim of just that. So Anthony Nicolardi will be on to attempt the extra point. Spotted, kicked up, and it is good. So it's 6.16 to go, third quarter. Marple Newtown has forged ahead 21-20 over Ridley. We'll be right back on the change of possession. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by Allstate. Are you in good hands? Call Allstate agent David Monroe today at 610-359-1244. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. For more information about the Alumni Association, email them at mnfootballalumni at comcast.net or visit their link on our website at www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Philly Pretzel Factory. Remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. The United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines. The Winter Circle Sports Grill. For real sports fans only. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If they don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill. For real sports fans only. Back to Harvey Stadium. Marple Newtown 21, Ridley 20. Well, it wasn't a nine-minute drive, but it was just as good as the Tigers have forged ahead on a touchdown run by Ryan White. Anthony Nicolardi with the kick. It is a low-line drive. Squibber coming down to Jalen Randolph. Pardon me, that would be Mike Crowley making his first appearance. He's up across the 15, 20, 25, 30, and near the 35. And a stop by Ryan Duffy that time for the Tigers at the 39-yard line. And we'll see how Ridley responds. And it, it's that all-important special teams, apparently, Ridley's become a victim of, you know, just one little slip-up. 
on the extra point the last possession Crowley and only a second time in the game as far as we have seen gets the ball all the way up to the 39 yard line so Sean Blunden under center first and ten he drops back he's going to roll towards the near sideline he's got a man downfield it is complete to Randolph makes a turn in the near sideline 50 45 40 35 30 15 10 5 and he will roll in for the touchdown now they called him out at the 20 they're going to call him out at the 20 yard line actually they're going to bring it back saying he stepped out well, that's interesting everybody pretty much did not give up on that play yeah I mean except for Randolph who almost dropped the ball before the goal line again yeah. but maybe it was because he saw, he heard yeah. the whistle and Randolph there out in the flat able to pick up the pass and get to the outside and two nice blocks by the Green Raiders that time uh, Norm Duncan short and then Deion Shaw way downfield blocking well interesting but Randolph I steps certainly, out of bounds. certainly did not see him step out of bounds I thought he was good all the way down the field so first and ten from the 24, Ridley Blunden in a shotgun formation. Three wide receivers this time. But it's a handoff to Randolph trying to feel his way to the outside. He finally turns a corner around the 20 and gets to the 15. And Randolph tackled on the far side of the field by number 10, Tom Antista of the Marple Newtown Tigers. Randolph that time just kind of lowered his shoulder to pick up that extra yard. 5.45 to go third quarter. Marple Newtown one-point lead. But Ridley very quickly on the turnaround. In Tigers territory. Pickup of three. Second and seven. Ball spotted way on the far side at the far hash mark. Quan Hill checks back into the game. He's split wide to the far side. We have Duncan and Shaw to the near side. London under center. He's back. He's rolling to the left side. It is incomplete. Incomplete. Jalen Randolph was there open in the flat. Nobody in front of him, nobody behind him at the 10. He was just slightly over his head. Yeah, that same little uh, play-action rollout of the quarterback to the near side of the field that time. Randolph drops it, same as the play that got him up to the 20-yard line, uh, but not able to hold on on a so high pass. a fortuitous drop as Randolph probably had a clear path into the end zone. So the Raiders will reconfigure. Third down and seven from the 17 as we hear the stomping and clapping of the home side. About three quarters full tonight due to the wicked weather. Very cold, very windy. Ridley once again going into the wind, which is gusting reportedly to 40 miles an hour. Smith again. Smith in the Wildcat under center. Takes it. He picks it back to Duncan on the flea flicker. He's going deep. He's got a man down there in the corner of the end zone, and they are signaling a touchdown. Deion Shaw wins that height battle with Joey Pham. And, and we talked about it in the first quarter when they ran a similar play like that to Duncan. You know, kind of, you know, why would they run him? He's not as quick as the other guys like that end around it. And you see it right there. He has the ability to throw the football, and Ridley used it right there. Well, even though Ridley is now on top, they only melted away roughly two and a half minutes off the clock there. So Marple Newtown will have plenty of time to exploit this. It is now 26-21, 5.06 remaining third quarter. Duncan, a touchdown pass to Deion Shaw in the back right corner of the end zone. It appears they're going to go for two. Will the Raiders? They are with Blunden under center and Randolph beside him to the left. The ball is snapped. He's under a rush. He throws it to the near sideline in a pileup and incomplete. 
key defensive stop for Marple Newtown. And it's the senior leader, Mario Diaguardi, able to get a hand in there and knock it out of Deion Shaw's hands. It was a perfect strike thrown to Shaw, but Diaguardi able to insert his fingertips into the passing lane. So Ridley 26, Marple Newtown 21, just over five minutes to go in this third quarter. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by Allstate. Are you in good hands? Call Allstate agent David Monroe today at 610-359-1244. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. For more information about the Alumni Association, email them at mnfootballalumni at comcast.net or visit their link on our website at www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Philly Pretzel Factory. Remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. The United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines. The Winter Circle Sports Grill. For real sports fans only. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If they don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill, for real sports fans only. Back to Harry Harvey Stadium, Kyle Canfield with the kick for Ridley. Coming down to Ryan White at the 25, 30, and he's taken down quite passively at the 35-yard line. So the Tigers. Stopped by number 30, Joe York, for the Green Raiders. So the Tigers once again, good field position as they have had repeatedly throughout this contest. The wind now at their backs. Exactly five minutes to go in this third quarter, but they are only down by five after a failed two-point conversion by the Green Raiders. Weaverling under center. Joey Pham in once again, split wide to the far side. Moat and Duffy in the backfield. It's a handoff to Moat. He finds his way through a couple of tackles across the 40, 45 midfield, and dragged down at the Ridley 47. Samaro Moat, burst of speed. And Shane Doherty on the stop for the Green Raiders. Nice run by Samaro Moat. Appeared there for a moment, might have been stopped in the backfield, but he was able to break clean on an arm tackle and pick up that big first down for Marple Newtown. And Ridley's defense appears to be lost out there, not being able to make any stops to this point. Winning ugly, winning pretty does not matter. It is a 17-yard gain on first down by Samara Motball, spotted at the 48-yard line of Ridley. Fan once again split wide to the far side. Weaverling under center with White in the blocking back position. Weaverling has a delayed handoff this time to White. He gets across the 50. Dragged down shy of the 45 there, but he will pick up a couple yards, moving the pile forward once again. And number 40 on a stop, Ryan O'Kane for the Green Raiders. Initial contact by Sam Dixon-Dugan. But another couple-yard gain for Marple Newtown. And the clock continues to melt away as we are approaching the four-minute mark of this third quarter. A very swift game thus far. A study in contrast. Ridley swiftly moving the ball on their possessions. Marple Newtown methodically moving the ball on its... Second down and eight from the 46. Weaveling under center fan this time to the near side. He's got it back. Fakes the, hand, fakes the pass. Hands off to White. He gets across a 45, but he's nowhere near the first down, so it will be third and roughly four or five coming up. And it's J- Dave Jankowskis, the stop for the Green Raiders there. 
and it'll be about, like you said, third and four there, but another counter tray run with Ryan White appears to be effective. Let's see if they try it one more time. Let's see, they will place the ball exactly in between the 43 and 42 yard lines. Marple Newtown needs to get to the 39. Or the 38, pardon me, as, as the uh, the phalanx of people have parted on the far sideline. The marker is at the 38. Fam to the near side this time. Weaverling under center. Man in motion is Moat. He will get the football, trying desperately to get to the outside. Ball, Ball is loose, but I think he, Moat was down already at the 45-yard line. And you, you got to give a lot of credit to Shahad Smith there. He sat back in coverage at the corner position and then stepped up and got through the block to make a stop in the backfield. Good read by the Green Raider defense. Loss of a couple for the Tigers, so they will be facing a fourth down and long. Almost certainly will mean a Billy Weaverling punt. And she is serving double duty this evening. Weaverling will, in fact, be there for the punt, at the standing at his own 41. Back deep is Smith to the near sideline at his own 15 and Shaw at his own 10. The punt is away by Weaverling. It's a low end over end kick bouncing at the 10 coming down to Smith at the 12. He gets across the 15 but no further. Dangerous decision there by Smith tackled by number 31 John Spink for the Marble Newtown Tigers. But a dangerous decision there. Ball jumping around a little bit and you know kind of interesting to see why he would pick it up like that. Well yeah Shaw was right there at the 10 yard line right at, at his position but Smith, I guess it was just a read that uh, Smith knows, but he was running against the grain there, picking it up in the middle of the field, running to the right, and there was no daylight whatsoever. We did get to the 17-yard line, as they call it, 2.04 to go, third quarter. Really 26, Marple Newtown 21, blending in a shotgun formation. Shaw is split to the near side. Donkin to the far side. Somebody much must have jumped. Well, the Tigers jumped, but I couldn't see if a Raider moved first, so we'll wait for the call. Almost certainly because he had three Tigers rushing across the line of scrimmage. Usually signals that. Dead ball. Encroachment. Defense. Five-yard penalty. Repeat first down. Interesting. I could have sworn probably number 77 or number 59 could have moved on Ridley, but the call does not go against... The Green Raiders goes in their favor. Clock ticks down under two minutes to go. Ball is up at the 22. First and five now. Three wide receivers set for the Raiders, but it is a wildcat formation once again with Smith and a shotgun. He gets it, fakes the run. He hands it off up the middle to Randolph. He gets across the 25, close to that first down marker. We will see. And it looks as if number 77, Christian Whiteside, on the stop for Marple Newtown, but damage done, first down, Raiders move the chains. There we go, it is easily a first down, ball spotted at the 28-yard line now. So Ridley with the ball, five-point lead in pocket, and the knowledge with what to do with it. And Blunden splits wide to the left side this time with Smith once again in the Wildcat, and Randolph comes back by his side to the right. Shotgun formation, hit direct handoff to Randolph. Tries to bust his way up the middle, cuts to the outside, across the 35. He's got the first down across the 40. So there we go, the Green Raiders offensive machine humming once again. And the tackle by number 33, Mario Diaguardi on the far side of the field. And a quick update, Aiden, in the first quarter, Garnet Valley up 6-0 on Strathaven. We are heading into a 
mid-season territory with the powerhouses of the Central League showing what they can do. Garnet Valley, Strathaven, and of course Ridley here. Ridley coming in undefeated, 6-0, and 5-0 in the Central. Smith once again in the Wildcat formation as this time Randolph will take his spot to the left of the erstwhile quarterback. Smith will take it. He's off tackle across the 45 midfield. He's got the first down, 45-40, 35-30. He's in a foot race. 20, 10, 5, and dragged out of bounds just shy of the goal line. But there we go. The third time in this game, Greg, that Ridley has run that play, and Smith has just taken it up the middle and burned the secondary. Yeah, the, the near side of that offensive line to us is just getting a great burst. And Joey Pham on the stop there for Marple Newtown. But uh, Shahat Smith using that burst from the offensive line, and, of course, the cavalry he gets with the fullback and Norm Duncan running downfield with him, able to get big yardage for the Green Raiders. Clock starts again as we are coming up on 35 seconds to go. Third quarter ball will be spotted. First and goal at the three and at the near hash mark as Ridley is going from right to left. Blunden restoring some order back under center this time. He'll hand it off to Smith. He tried to find his way forward. No, I don't think he got it. I don't think he got a sniff. Yeah, he's he down to the one at least. Anything, it's, it's about a, a one-yard gain, but ran into just the entire offensive line of the Marple Newtown Tigers. It looked as though number 65, Chris Kirkin, got the initial contact on Smith, though. And it looks like it will be the final play of this third quarter. And it will be. 36 minutes down, 12 to go for the Marple Newtown Tigers. They trail 26-21. We'll be back for the call in the fourth quarter. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network.